thrashes England in yet another dominating performance and moves to the top of the table. New Zealand and Australia give us arguably the best match of the tournament. South Africa and Pakistan play a comical thriller where South Africa almost lets the C-word chokers bite them again. Bangladesh continues to create upsets in the World Cup after losing to Netherlands. This and a lot more in yet another episode from the power-packed weekend that we had in the 2023 World Cup on the Common Fan Podcast. Hello everyone, watching and listening from wherever you are. I'm Prasanna and I'd like to start by acknowledging the traditional traditional owners and pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. Boss, I need to stop you there. Even I want to acknowledge my current land, landlord. He's an absolute <laughs> a jackass of the first order. And he's why I have to houses in the next few days. Why do you, why do you want to acknowledge him then, Ritwik? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Not to rent out. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah, true. Shitrentals.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we anyway. need a last for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Vijay, thank you for joining us. Earlier today, you sent a message to everyone on the Instagram saying you were with goats. Two questions. One, um, are you taking care of baby Vamika for us? And if so, couldn't Virat and Anushka find someone better? <laughs> to answer your first question, PK, I am not wearing the creepy hat today, and so I am not taking care of any babies uh, either. And yes, I was in the presence of goats, but uh, they were like actual goats, and uh, we were like looking for uh, a nice uh, setting. I've been shooting my music video in in the southern oh. parts of Tamil Nadu, so it's it's been an interesting ride. And uh, yeah, we were there was this one uh, you know hilarious position where this camera guy, a uh, friend of mine. He was right under a couple of goats that were on a hill. <laughs> so if the goat had pooped at that point, it would have basically rolled down and, you know, probably like got stuck <laughs> on his hair. So this is all too much information that you guys did not need to hear. But because you brought up goats, I brought up goat and everything that comes with them. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Also, on another note, our deepest condolences to the family, friends and fans of Chandler. Uh, Matthew Perry, you provided many one-liners. <laughs> And we pray that your soul finds peace. Moving on, over the weekend, we saw some cracker games. So let's start with the first one, India versus England. India continues to prove the old adage right. That is, the palms suck at sport, especially the ones they've invented. Um, so on that note also, thank you to uh, Rachid Sood for the background photo with the caption of the English will die in the heat. And, and they certainly died. Whether or not it was the heat or Shami, we will discuss later. So, Ritwik, was this the tough game India needed before the semi-finals? Well, I wish it were. I wish the game went closer than what it actually did. But unfortunately or fortunately, our bowlers had different plans. In the first half, Rohit Sharma's belligerence has been refreshing. It's been nothing short of phenomenal. And even Sky in the end, the way he steered the innings, they took us to a respectable total. For the other batsmen, especially uh, Gil and Dyer, I think they need to know that cute-looking 20s and 30s will not help anymore. Virat was due for a failure, so he's anyways going to come good sooner or later. Uh, that said, I think Shami has given the Indian think tank a lot of headache. I don't think Siraj is the automatic first choice anymore. It's going to be Shami once Pandya comes back. So, Manan, did you actually anticipate that the defense of 230 and otherwise paltry score would be that easy? Uh, good morning from another hazy morning in Delhi. Uh, whatever doubts or haze we had on England's chances of making to the semi-finals or not making to the semi-finals were cleared out yesterday and they're not making it. Uh, and basically after a World Cup that they never won, 
the semi final that they will never make uh now uh, you know from from perspective of 230 i thought uh, you know i thought it will go two ways one either we'll lose in 30 overs or we'll win the game and uh, we won in almost 30 which was which was great i think one uh, you know big difference between the two teams because the wicket was difficult to bat on was rohit sharma uh it was a brilliant innings yes shami's first spell was you know one of the ages uh, but rohit was just just too good and he has been touched too good in the tournament uh the best one was shami's dismissal you know stokes dismissal when shami bowled him it reminded me of 96 amir sohel venkatesh prasad only difference is you know stokes uh, could not just hit him for a four in the previous ball and point it yes uh, i'll hit you again but other than that it was just a clinical bowling performance that we had uh, yesterday and uh, i in you know initially i thought okay maybe there's one game we should lose you know law of averages and what not maybe this is turning out to be the 2003 or 2007 of uh, of australian performance and you know we as indians always feel tired you know har jayenge you know let's have a bad omen aside let's lose one game and all that maybe we are that good we need to have confidence in ourselves vijay what did you think uh, did you actually get to catch the game and install the so, production and music video take my music video <laughs> yeah i i was actually out and about so i missed uh, the indian innings completely i did follow score updates there were like network the net, that the network was on and off uh, i was a bit surprised at the low score but then again it's a lucknow pitch and lucknow can be uh, you know uh, unpredictable at best so i i did catch uh, most of the uh, english innings uh, and given how short it was it wasn't a lot but it was really good to see our bowlers on fire and uh, coming to your point about you know may should india have lost it i know we believe in nazar drishti and all of that in india but uh, for once it would be nice to just confidently win every single game in a world cup all the way to the final yeah yeah uh, so yeah, that's yeah. what i am rooting for right now because uh again nazar nahi lag jaye but the team is looking really good i'm touching wood yeah, right here yeah, yeah, so yeah. let's let's just hope we carry on the momentum uh there was the question of of course uh, shreya sayer uh, and shubman gill's form uh shubman gill i don't know i think i would give him a longer row shreya sayer i think shreya sayer i would i would i would look upon a little more lightly if he didn't play those shitty shots when he gets out the way i don't know how he got out yesterday i haven't seen it but generally it's it's just very ungainly to look at the way he gets mm-hmm. out like he he gets out to a short ball or you know going for a shot that wasn't there so i yeah. feel like it's more of a temperament thing with uh, shreyas than uh, anything else and uh, yeah we'll we'll it, it remains to be seen shami is indispensable to the side right now so i don't know if siraj will be the one making way or potentially it could even be shreyas uh, given you know if pandya's back in he yeah. is a batting option at that spot uh, it would I don't know if the batting was significantly weakened by uh, replacing Shreyas with uh, yeah. Pandya, but we would get an extra bowling option. So there's that interesting oh, times. Uh, let's 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 carry our uh, you know Nazar Bhattu's uh, black caps to the semi-finals and win it this time yeah. around. Black caps, but not the creepy PK hat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough, funnily enough, good thing that um, Vijay mentioned Shreyas because. one of the astute listeners and occasional contributors that we've got amit from sydney asked this question and vijay has responded so i'm going to ask manan and ritvik what are your thoughts on shreyas iyer honestly i'm an iyer fan i would not drop him immediately i would give him one one more game and see how he does and if he fails again then probably get ishan back in that said even a blind man could have 
seen the way Vokes was setting him up for yeah. the short ball, for the inevitable short ball yesterday. And there seems to be a very strong technical flaw in his uh, in his batting, which other teams have figured out. And generally, I have not seen flaws of this magnitude get corrected with batsmen. That's probably the reason why Rana could never become a Yuvraj. Or Ganguly and Steve Watt, till their last innings, continued to be peppered by short balls. But maybe one more game. Prithvi Shaw could never become a Sachin Tendulkar. (laughs) He still has time before he becomes a Kamli. Sorry, before he becomes a Sachin. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I think I would drop him uh, for the next game itself, given that, you know, we sort of have a leeway since we are pretty much sitting tight uh, for the semi-final. Uh, and bring Kishan back in not only gives the left-handed bat option plus, uh, you know, great fielder. And in case, you know, Rahul says, I don't want to be 50 overs, Chokkanna, you come and keep and he'll obviously do that. So, uh, it, it gives a lot of options. I'll, I'll drop Shreyas rather than, you know, going towards the semi-final and then making that change. Uh, which we, of course, you know, ghost of 2019 will come back again. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. So, guys, I, I think we should talk about probably what was the game of the tournament. The Trans-Tasman Derby and who better than a fake Aussie and a fake Hyderabadi to take us through that. Boys, boys, boys. As I've said many times... Call me a fake Aussie as many as many times as you want. But I fake Hyderabadi He's been practicing that line for the last one I week. Have, I have, I have, I I love that movie. I love that movie. Everyone who has had any connection to Hyderabad should watch that movie. Coming back to the game. What an amazing match, eh? What an amazing oh, match. Yeah. The game of the tournament, right? Good to see Australia hitting their stride. So I'll concede my point that I made in the previous game. Good to see Australia um, hit their stride. New Zealand did what they do best. They hung on. They they hung on at every point. They capitalized on their chances. And yeah. who better to realize it than fans who bleed blue, especially in 2019? We won't talk about that for now. They tried to set themselves at a chance of victory. Unfortunately, they lost too many wickets, right? However, with Australia, I'm still not fully convinced. The middle order hasn't fired. They scored about 36 in the middle order at about, about a run a clip, right? And if you look at the table, Australia's only won one game against the top four, right? And that was with New Zealand. So that being said, the signs all go well for the Australians, which sets my Indian heart aflutter, according to the Bard. So um, that's, that's where it is. Um, I'll give it to the next Aussie, which is Vijay. Uh, thanks, PK. Thanks for asking the opinion of a real Aussie this time around. Uh, oh, so I will, oh, I will dear. speak now. <laughs> Look, uh, I'm, I'm actually uh, doubtful about you know uh, what your intentions are with the Australian team. Do you want to actually see them in the World Cup? Because I don't think that middle order was weak, man. Like they scored almost 400 that uh, match. For God's sake, I know you know uh, the openers got a great start and all of that. But come on, everybody fired. That's the kind of game where everyone needs to pitch in with a quick 40 rather than. Uh, you know, uh, 10 daddy hundreds, that's not going to happen. So, I feel like Australia did everything they could and they, they won the game like the champions that they are known to be. New Zealand won hearts again and lost the game. So, there's that. Uh, I am, I'm, I mean, I would not want to be Jimmy Nisham uh, ever because that's <laughs> that's like setting yourself up for more heartbreaks than 
you know a high school boy would so yeah it's it's just uh, it was just a painful match to watch for me towards the end but what a great game what a great game probably the game of the world cup so far uh, yeah. unless you count out some of the unless you count some of the netherlands games i mean there was an other cracker of a game that that very evening uh, where you know bangladesh almost had a chance to upset uh, netherlands but uh, they didn't <laughs> <laughs> That is all we talk about Bangladesh. Anyway, sticking with the Australian New Zealand thing, Prithik, what do you reckon? So, uh, talking of Jimmy Nisham, I think Nisham owes a lot to Martin Guptil for extending his career because if you guys remember back in 2019, had Guptil not run Dhoni out, the last over would have been bowled by Nisham, and Nisham is very much the kind of bowler that Dhoni has built his career on. slow these <laughs> bowlers slightly low on confidence and dhoni would have whacked that guy out that said phenomenal game the oh, intensity yeah. shown by uh, these two teams in yet another high scoring game at the world cup was unprecedented uh, that that reminded me of the 1996 world cup game that these two uh, teams played at chennai when new zealand batted first got 285 odd on the back of a fantastic 130 by chris harris and it took a century from mark waugh and a half century from steve waugh to chase that total down in the final overs a question for my friends here who was the captain of the new zealand side in the 96 world cup and what was peculiar about the way he was appointed lee jamon was it yes sorry who's that lee jamon lee jamon the guy yeah. the, the guy who made his captaincy and test debut in the same match and before australia had tim bain as a temporary wicket keeping captain the kiwis had lee jamon Um, did Lee Jarman also resign like Tim Payne because he was sexting another ca- uh, another colleague? <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> but, but he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't Tim Payne. He was permanent Payne. <laughs> <laughs> but but there are stories. <laughs> there, there are stories about Lee Jarman as well. So so the guy wasn't captain for a very long time. Some he played some ten twelve odd Test matches and. 30 odd ODIs, and there are rumors that the senior pros such as Chris Cairns and Adam Perore did not like him much, and they would feign injuries, not play all the matches, etc. And finally, the poor chap had to be shunned out. Oh, okay. I I thought you were talking about Pakistan here, and not <laughs> okay. Sorry, did I miss it? <laughs> yeah, it sounds a bit like Pakistan. <laughs> sounds very Pakistan. They're exporting their brand of cricket. <laughs> We're talking about the other cliffhanger that happened: South Africa versus Pakistan. Uh, the game that you know eventually was won by the side that was not good at losing. Uh, <laughs> that was it. And South Africa almost choked. Pakistan became you know just Pakistan was, and uh, and finally you know Maharaj with Jam Hakal uh, <laughs> killed it at the end. But but oh, his bat. <laughs> yeah. But but I I do not find you know Babar Azam's obsession with making Nawaz Joginder Sharma and having him bowl the last over very fascinating. I don't know what is his mind. And Nawaz would obviously even inevitably bowl a wide because Joginder Sharma bowled one in two thousand seven. Crazy crazy stuff. Mate, uh, I I have to pitch in here. Look, uh, I was looking at the scorecard and I was wondering why the fast bowlers were not bowling at the death. Turns out all the fast bowlers had finished their spells, and Pakistan still had two overs to go. So, you know, the ball had to be given to Nawaz. The other option they had was a guy called Osama. I'm pretty sure he would have bombed. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so, we are gonna yeah. get so banned. Stop mm. right there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start looking at the um the other games that we have. Preview of the other games. So first thing, Afghanistan and Sri Lanka. I reckon that's gonna be a tight one. Hoping for Afghanistan to get another scalp. Um the Pune pitch has probably been one of the truer surfaces. They've only had one game, the India versus the team that shall not be named, i.e. Bangladesh, and India won comfortably there. So hoping for a cracker. Ritwik, your thoughts on New Zealand versus South Africa, and then uh, India versus Sri Lanka, and then Vijay gets Bangladesh versus Pakistan. So uh, New Zealand versus South Africa should be an exciting game, but pretty consequential, inconsequential for the World Cup because the top four looks to be uh, pretty much fixed. It uh, Only the number twos and threes will get decided based on this game, but my bet is on New Zealand. I would like to see New Zealand win, uh, but I was supposed to comment on another game. Uh, South Africa versus, uh, sorry, what was that? Uh, Bangladesh versus Pakistan. Could be careless, man. Honestly. <laughs> Can we have Manan speak about Bangladesh, please? Why? Why are you bullying Vijay and me, man? This is not fair. This is not fair at all. No, no one cares about Bangladesh, of course, of course. But it's going to be a cracker of another game. It's like whoever wants to lose most. I mean, not that there is any um, allegations of match fixing or whatnot, but both are equally <laughs> shit. Can we just touch upon just this one thing that I've been noticing in the past few games that have been interesting where, you know, the underdogs or, you know, teams have been really, really competitive on? I think that's the fielding. The fielding's been top-notch from all of these close games that have been won. Uh, yeah. South Africa, the Netherlands, like the Netherlands have been amazing on the field. And that's, mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why that was the main differentiating factor between Bangladesh and Netherlands in the last game. And likewise with, uh, you know, the Australia-New Zealand game as well. So, a lot of it seems to come down to uh, fitness, uh, funnily enough, because this is a format that a lot of teams haven't been playing uh, frequently enough. So, 50 overs out there in the field and staying alert and, you know, the gamesmanship and all of that. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on that? And, um, you know, 8, yeah. eight kg mutton doesn't help either. <laughs> no, no, very well said. In fact, Dinesh Karthik was also saying in the commentary yesterday that uh, the best wicketkeeper of the tournament has been from Netherlands. And I yeah. believe DK would know a thing or two about wicketkeeping. So, very rightly said. Not more. Just a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, that basically means stay off the biryani, son, to Baba Razam and the Pakistanis, right? Just stay <laughs> off the biryani if you can. Anyway, that's the um, that's the show for today. That's all we have time for. Thank you very, very much for listening into the Common Fan Podcast. Take care, all of you. Listen into the next episode. And happy playing cricket, watching cricket, talking about cricket. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.